This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Hello, hello, she's eating fucking peanuts. The audacity of this woman. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> the podcast food muncher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a honey roasted peanut. It sounds delightful, but this is not the appropriate time to eat a snack. I know. We know this. We know. know this. It's fine. I, I love you. I'll my my uh, my blood sugar levels might do it. <laughs> what? Because you haven't eaten for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, darling. I'm recording. Why? You can make a coffee. We can't S- hear it. Do we seek permission? Yes, he's allowed. There you go, babe. Fucking hell. Fucking hell, Steve. Steve's off today, isn't he? Steve's off today, yeah. So uh, I have the pleasure of his company because he's got to work Saturday. Oh, God, shit. I hate it when they have to work on a weekend. Don't even. So infuriating, isn't it? Don't don't talk to me about it. Yeah, you're like, you bastards. Yeah. Rob's got two days of a conference and it means I've got to do all the drop-offs for two days. And it's all right. How dare he? How dare he? If they were going to the same school, then it would be great, but they don't. They go two opposite direction places, nursery and school. And it's just, you know, you will know what Edith is like. Do you know how fucking difficult it is to get the two of them out solo with her in tow? Do you ever ever think about, fantasise about that time when all of a sudden they're like, they're not, it's like there's you just don't have to do this shit anymore. I know, I do. And it but it's like I think this is the whole thing with motherhood, is that it is a bittersweet thing. Yeah. Because there's so many moments with her when I just and Oliver, like they're just so affectionate and cuddly, both of them. And you know, I mean Edith more so than I call her koala baby because she's just <laughs> on me all the time. Baby's Velcro boy. Yeah, and she's like, Mummy, can I be the koala? But she'll climb up me and just wrap her little legs around me. And she like she loves me so intensely. They both do, but her more, you know, she'll like grab my foot. She was the other day, this is really sweet. I need to balance out some of the negativity with some positive things. Yeah. Um, we were having breakfast together because Oliver and Rob were still asleep. And um, she, oh, I have to sit next to her. She makes me sit next to her all the time. But because no one else is there, she said, Mummy, I know. Why don't you sit on the other side? And then I can look at your beautiful face. Oh, when you've got like 25 like, bags hanging down oh, your face because she's had you up throughout the night. Yes. Oh, thanks, Edith. 
my beautiful, sad, fucking so decrepit, aged face because this, of all you. All because of you. You can look at it. Great. The reason why I'm up is because <laughs> you got me up, and yet Daddy and Rock, Daddy and Oliver, Oliver are still asleep. asleep. The lucky bastard. So yeah. dear, it is bittersweet, but that's just yeah. the process of being a parent. I will miss it. I will miss them being little. Because I do love all those little moments. But also there'll be a part of it that you won't miss. No, there'll be massive, massive parts. I say yeah. 80% of it I won't miss, 20% of it I will. But like Elliot's older now, obviously still young, still a kid, but he's 12. And his sense of humour is just amazing. Like he yeah. he has he has our sense of humour. So we have such a laugh together. Yeah. And like that side That's of nice. it is great because it's yeah. like Toby doesn't get some of the things that are being shared. And so it's like way over his head. Whereas, you know, like we can all be laughing and it's the little nuance in comedy, isn't it? Where they get it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that it is replaced by something different and that that's just, just as lovely. It just doesn't require just as much of your attention. The kids are rag on Rob all the time. It makes me laugh so much. like Rob calls him Rob. <laughs> I don't know why. Why is that so like undermining of his authority? But it is. <laughs> He's like Rob. Why have you got such googly eyes? <laughs> and we have this running joke that Rob's got really googly eyes. <laughs> and he's obviously heard me or Rob because Rob says it's well he's like god look at my googly eyes today when he's really tired they're so googly um but Oliver's saying it to him it's like it's just hilarious isn't it <laughs> on, saying, Rob why have you got such googly eyes oh my god get what your googly eyes you? away from me <laughs> <laughs> uh, the um I just I think the the overall idea of having kids is not quite all it's cracked up to be, but in the long run it works out all right. Sounds better on paper. It does work out all right eventually once they've moved out and we get to go on holiday and all that kind of shit. That would yeah. be that would be nice. It is just the, it is the, the the times that really stress me out is getting everyone out of the house. Together, Mate, that's every fucking parent. I, I know it's so annoying, isn't it? It's I like, know. I hate to break hell. it to you, love, but that is just universally a problem. It is universally. It's a, a shit problem. one. And the, the I don't understand how people just don't shout in that situation because the amount of times I have to say, "Get your coats on, get your coats on." You know, it's just I and I'm so I become the really regimented authoritarian person in that situation because Rob's so fucking wet. He's such a wet fanny fart. I'm like just ah, uh, just just. Help me, help me, you know, so annoying. Yeah. Anyway, so I've got to look for, I've got, I'm doing that for two days, so that's good. It's fine. Steve's stressing because his new coffee maker is, is it did noisy? you hear that? Did you no. hear that ghost whisper fart? No, see, I it's can't fine. hear anything. Oh, I'll tell you what I bought that I'm very excited by. Um, a little handheld milk frother. It's just a little thing that you put in the milk and you press it and it froths up the milk. So exciting. I I don't have coffee without my milk frothed. I have an electric milk frother. So we're going to Centre Parks next week and we will be taking the the coffee grinder, the coffee milk frother and the uh, oven hob coffee maker. Oh yeah, that little one. I like those, yeah. Yeah, that makes espresso cup coffees. Oh look, you've got you've got you've got needs. You've got I to have fill needs. them, and I you am... need that on holiday. Wouldn't be yeah. a holiday without all those things. Would and it? not only that, there is nothing more beautiful. Like I won't have if uh, the only coffee that's going is uh, the oh, shit, the instant stuff. I won't drink it. I will no, only I drink the best. Yeah, same. It's got to uh, be a cup of tea. Scott, well, actually, mate, I'm I'm going to revolutionise your your whole thought. Steve broke our cafetiere 
and we've bought like the one where it properly heats the coffee on the up. Hob. Fuck my life. I've got one of those. What's that called now? I can't remember. We've got one, no. but um, since we've had our new hob, our new hob is induction and it won't heat it up. I've that got is. to buy a special induction fucking converter or some shit. I don't know. You fucking need it, mate. I do. I do need it. I it do pisses it. all it does, over the cafeteria. It, it tastes different. It's not, It's lovely. Yeah. It's properly cooking the coffee yeah, granules. So nice. That's why. I love it. I love it. I can't believe we've become those people. <laughs> we're actually we are actually talking about the the dense quality of a coffee. I also coffee know what I have now is um, I have matcha green tea. I use that with my milk frother, make a little you matcha what? green tea. Matcha green tea. It's hot squash, I'm out. No, no, it's not because it's it's milky. So it's a powder and you have to mix up the powder and it's so it's like Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> I keep saying well, you know like the Hulk. The green always, guy. Yeah, the green guy. I always say Hulk Hogan. And Rob's like, what are you talking Hulk about? Hogan. Got to say to the kids, eat, you, eat these peas. They're all green. They'll make you just like Hulk Hogan. And Rob's like, what? <laughs> to be fair, want to be he like was a very strong man in the 80s and he had a fantastic handlebar mustache. So that is quite something to live <laughs> up to. he's got nothing to do with eating greens. <laughs> nothing to do. Well, he, I'm sure he did eat a lot of greens. <laughs> Probably. Or Probably. just did a lot of steroids. Who knows? I think he did steroids and ate 25,000 eggs a day. That's what yeah. he was doing. Well, yeah. to those fives. Um, yeah, a batch of green tea like that. It's nice. It's a new little thing. It's supposed to be very good for the um, uh, detoxing vibes. Of I'm going to be honest liver. with you. Anything like that, it, I think it introduces the gag reflex. Yeah, you hate it, and I'm desperate for it not to. But anything that takes me back to the childhood trauma of my nan making me drink squash with 27 fucking <laughs> tablespoons of sugar that's been heated up, I can't. Oh God, heated up as that? well. What yeah. can't? You're not getting out of bed, Laura, until you've drank all of that. And I'm like, it's so weird. These are, like, where do these ideas come from? You know, it was a good way to start the day. I'm like, yeah. what diabetes? Yeah, exactly. like, I don't understand <laughs> how any of that can can end up in a positive way. <laughs> Robinson squash with an addition of like forty fucking. She sugars. actually put more sugar in it, didn't she? Yeah, mate. Tablespoons, like oh four God. tablespoons of hot sugar. You must have been hot off sugar. What hot sugar? It was hot nuts. squash. I used to like desperately try and get it to go down to like a cold temperature in the hope yeah. that that would make it taste nice. It did not. Did it? No, I think the sugar's going to just. And it was proper like strong that. squash as well. Oh, yeah, highly concentrated good. squash. I think she might have hated me. I think yeah, that maybe. might have been like the undiscussed. That why would you do that? I'm having a go at Steve. I'm sorry. What's he done? I don't want that. Poor what is it? Own. He's just dribbled the smallest amount of coffee because he think he made too much coffee but he didn't he made a perfect amount of coffee honestly me and him 21 <laughs> years i see us going downhill from here on out Stephen. <laughs> he just looked at me with his <sighs> face of complete and utter oh, it's so terror. weird that you just called him Stephen. i don't isn't it with it i never think of that he's called Stephen. he's just Stephen with a v not Stephen ph he does Stephen not like that that v. makes him very very cross yeah that i never understood the different spelling he said, you know, we're not friends anymore if you call us call, call us that. Well, my name's not Stephen. So <laughs> Could I just that. call you Stephen? Call me Stephen, yeah. <laughs> Stephen with a PH. <laughs> Step in. Oh, dear. Um, uh, right. oh, oh, I've got oh, something exciting. Oh, oh, um, oh, I've booked the next River Wombs brunch, haven't I? Oh, goodness. Come on now. I Have know. you? Because I've not seen. When is it? It's on the 11th of March. Oh, it sounds like so much fun. It's one of those where... And luckily everyone's ordered. But I feel like it could potentially be a bit gimmicky and a bit shit, or it could be fucking fantastic. So it's a it's a day rave. 
Um, it starts at 12, finishes at five. What and kind of music? It's Garage. Oh, God. Yeah, that's not your vibe, is it, at all? But it, it's it, your it, vibe. I fucking love Garage, mate. That's what, what is I'm... Garage? Um, I'll bring you flowers in the pouring rain. It's quite like, it's very, you can really dance to it. Prodigy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you could basically be, a, yeah, I've, the 11th is a potential. No. Slipknot. <laughs> Slipknot? It's not. No, Jay, Prodigy is like proper rave music. That's yeah, my yeah, that's, rave yeah. music. I, I, there might be a bit of vibes of that. Um, but yeah, so it's a bottomless brunch. So you get bottomless whatever for the first hour then you get a two course sit down meal and then it's like three hours and you do garage bingo whilst you're having your meal and then it's a proper dance up and they've got loads of djs it's a massive space i think it's gonna be really fun um so i've just booked it so so sports bras girls i know exactly we were saying what the hell do we wear to like a skank brunch what would you wear skank yeah well is yeah skank is like a style of dancing that you do to garage hilarious Skank to me is like you fucking skanky skank. cunt. Yeah, there's that too. Well, it's a bit of both, isn't it? So we're, we're embracing it all at the How moment. How do you I'm skank sorry. dance? Show me. Give me a, a rendition of a skank I dance I can't, now. so that means I've got to get up and dance. Let me lick you it. up and down yeah. to you say stop. Is that a garage? <laughs> well, yeah, sort of. I really hope that they play that. It's like proper, <laughs> I think you'll recognise so many of the tunes. And, oh, know, I don't doubt that. It, it's very 90s, do you know what I mean? It is for me. Like That's what um, I was doing in the 90s. So I was skanking to garage. Oh, 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 set me free. That's to me, that's that rave music. I, oh, yeah, set me free. Face. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a really good song. I, I don't really know what sort of specific genre of garage it's going to be, but there's going to be some bangers in there that you definitely recognize. It, it's very dancey. Rude. Fucking very dancey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. But uh, well, hopefully I will hopefully be able to make it. But if not, there's a big group of us going. Um, but if not, Laura, club. I don't give a fuck with you. Come I on, do Laura. give a fuck. Although, do you know, I feel like I feel less nervous about this one because it's the second one that we've done. There's yeah. a couple of re- returners. It's very exciting. And, and if you want to join up to it, so if you want to come, um, then you have to join up to my Patreon, which is called Rebel Moms Club. And you find all the details on my um, Instagram anyway. There's a thing saved in highlights uh, on my stories. And um, it's just great. I love it. It's great. We've been doing the lives again and back to the podcast recording and stuff. And it just, it feels like a proper little community now because we've all been on there for quite a while. So it's like really getting to know each other. And um, obviously we're going to do this. Had a load, a, a little influx of newbies as well have joined. A lot of those are coming to the garage thing. Amazing. And, uh, it's, just a, it's just a lovely little community of slangy mums. Do you know what I think it is? It's the people that have listened on this podcast and gone, oh my God, yes, that hammered. Yeah. I want to go. I said in the, the last Patreon post, I was like, hopefully I won't be licking Taramasalata out of a bowl. So I... Why can't I say that word, Taramasalata? It's quite it's quite a tongue tongue twister, it's a lot. isn't it? It's a lot for a dyslexic girl, let me tell <laughs> it's you. A lot. Try and spell it, mate. Fucking hell. No thanks. Um, no it. thanks. All right, should we go in with a story? Have you got one? Because I have. Uh, so here's an embarrassing story for you. I recently cleared out my house ready for a move. After taking the bags to the local rubbish tip, I realised I hadn't checked the bags carefully enough when a set of anal beads and a bullet (laughs) 
bailouts whilst emptying into the sorting bins right in front of the male workers. Safe to say, <laughs> I've registered at a different tip and will never show my face there again. P.S. This is the P.S. bit that makes me laugh. P.S. The objects were unused and bought but as a gag present for me by co-workers years ago, so I've completely forgotten about them. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Like story. <laughs> I mean, for me, I would never not use it. I'd be like, well, it's work. We've got to give it a go. What about the anal beads, would you? No. No, you wouldn't. I always feel like that's starting a lawnmower. Oh, what you mean? Like when you pull in the chain? The petrol ones, yeah. And you pull out a load of poo, is that what you mean? Mm. Yeah, I'm just not, I'm not, um, I'm not that, you know, bothered about the whole bum area generally. Like, no, I, I, I think that shit smells. Yeah. Bum smell. Yeah. They create a lot of issues. They <laughs> I do. And I just mine's got a lot of issues without being penetrated oh God, by yours, a penis. Yours has got a lot of it. Yours yeah. is, is an upsetting story. Yeah, yeah it was funny yesterday. Story. We uh we went out for like a day trip with um one of our lovely families that we're really good mates with. And I was t- chatting to the dad, and then um, he said to me, he was like, Oh, Rob's just told me that if you sit down like on a cold surface, it'll give you piles. I never knew that. And I was like, try having a fucking baby, mate. Push two of those things out and your arsehole oh, looks like a bunch of grapes like mine. And his face, he was like... Oh, well. <laughs> Rob's I, like, yeah, that's just her I normal behaviour. I, 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 I didn't know that. I didn't know that. What? I didn't know that. How can you not know that? I was like, your wife's had two children, mate. Surely she's got them. But I, I doubt it. She's like super fit. She's a PT. So she's in such amazing shape Even all the fit time. people full fail. Even... To- that should be a tagline for something. Even fit people have piles. Even fit people fall fail to the piles. Surely, yeah, because it's a lot of straining. In fact, maybe you get and them also, if you overdid the weights as well, wouldn't but you? But there's people that have done the weights and like they shit their fucking bum hole out. Yeah, it's, I know. it's a, it's a big shit, deal. Know. So you know the deal. the real ignorance around fit people and not piles. I'm sorry, let's break that stigma immediately. Apparently, true for pelvic floor too is that actually. If you're not, you know, engaging your pelvic floor properly when you're lifting, you can do more damage than good. You have to engage it. I have to say, because you know how, obviously, I'm as tight as a fucking monkey's arsehole now. Yeah, we know. Yeah, I know. I keep talking about it. Um, <laughs> I I recognise now that if through lifting, it, that's what's made my pelvic floor so fucking tight. Because when yeah. I lift, sometimes I've said to my PT, I'm like, fucking, I feel like I'm going to have an orgasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can that's see good. how that means that you're you're engaging your core and you're pulling out your pelvic floor and that's really but good. But I can see how you know when people say when they work out and they have an orgasm, I can see how. Really? Because it does sometimes. I don't get it all the time, but like, yeah, I can do certain exercises and I'm like, oh my god, I can feel it. I know what you mean. I, I not lifting weights. I don't really know what it would be. I've definitely. I think my. I I need to get back working my pelvic floor because I just. It's one of those things. It's you've got to exercise it all the time, haven't you? Yeah. I just haven't. I've been really slack. Haven't done it. It's very frustrating because realistically, it should be that it just stays. I know, but it's not going to, is it? And even an operation wouldn't keep it staying. Like the operation is is like no, it doesn't. You actually then have to work really hard to get it to stay that way. All that's doing is well, I don't know if they do this anymore, but like my mum had, she had a full on prolapse, so they like stapled her pelvic floor to her spine. Oh yeah, I basically think they it's like an old curtain that needs to be put back up on its hangers. That's it. Needs rehemming. It needs rehemming. Yeah. (laughs) Oh God! I mean, I think um, I don't even know if it's worked for her because I'm pretty sure she said she's got a sausage coming out of a minge now. I'm pretty sure it's like a mesh, isn't it? It they is a mesh, but in. I don't think they do that anymore because the mesh is quite unsafe, and you can get oh, lots of God. infections, and it can do also it can do more damage than good. 
So I'm not sure they do. Fucking the sausage hanger. That's horrific. Isn't it? That's yeah. four kids for you, mate. Exactly. Should have should have done it, Trish. Should have done yeah, it. Should have stuck at two. But if she stuck at two, I wouldn't be around, would I? Well. And let's no, face I'm it, I, I am the golden child in that family. You are. Yeah. You're my favourite for sure. <laughs> right, I've got a little story for us. Oh, go on then. So firstly, I want to say I absolutely love your podcast. It has been howling laughter whenever I'm driving and I look forward to it every Tuesday. So many people, I think the, the, this is listened to the most when driving or running. Those are the two things. Isn't driving, it? running and just general commute. Yeah, commute, of course. Yeah, commute such a of good course. time. To of course. Of course. <laughs> because we don't do commutes, do we? No. I don't miss it. The other day I had to get the tube into uh, central London um, and it was in like normal time that people would be going to work. So rush hour. Fucking, are you actually having a laugh? I oh, no. could not do it. I would not live in London if I had to do that. It was so rammed. But what is normal is for people to push you in and out of the tube. Like as you're, you know, if people are trying to get through, or want to make more space. They just push you into the carriage. It's like, stop touching me. I'm not going to lie. I nearly had a panic attack. Oh, I'm, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. And I, I used to historically, back in the day, when I did use the tube frequently, I always had the two places that I had panic attacks badly were the tube and the hairdressers. <laughs> Why the hairdressers? I don't know what the connection is there. I think it was because I couldn't get away. And like, if yeah. you were like mid haircut, yeah, there was you're no fucked. escape. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I can't leave now. Never a fanny wax because, you know, to be fair, you you can't get out of that either. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd be more likely, there's less people around when you have a fanny wax. So you could just say I to fucking them, hope so. uh, <laughs> you're not sat next to people. <laughs> you and one person. With all their legs like spread apart, getting their bum holes waxed whilst, <laughs> yeah. you know, you have yours now done. Now go on your hands and knees. Whereas when you're in the hairdressers, there's more people as well. And I think there's something about the combination of like being lots of people and it being you know, you you can't escape easily. Yeah. You used to make Here's me a feel question very for you. panicked. If yeah. you've got piles, can you have you can't have your arsehole wax, can you? Uh I guess it depends how brutal they are. I could, yeah. You might have to prop them up out of the way. <laughs> I just <laughs> they're not that bad. Um yeah, no, definitely could. But it'd be you more could. like, I'm really sorry, you're gonna have to look at this sort of like twisted up balloon end that just looks like someone's had a proper old gnarl on it. That's the that's the issue. It's more an embarrassment thing than I think. But surely they the could just like fucking explode. But do they put it right? I've never had my bum hole wax. Do they put it right wax. over your anus? I doubt it. Isn't they it just do. like a, in the area around it? I don't know, mate. I just I'd be so paranoid that I just you know left a little clinger or something. That would be more my fear. There's nothing about it for me that makes me go. I want to wax my arsehole. But and then maybe I, it's because I've would... been in a long-term relationship. Maybe if I was out with one, I'd be like, shit, I need to wax my arsehole. But I, like, I don't I think just... mine's that bad either. Like, it's, no, I, I don't... don't think it warrants a okay. wax. Steve! Just going to ask Steve. Is my bum really hairy? Is my bum hole really hairy? I guess no. Well, oh, good. I don't know how to, I don't know how to take that, mate. I'm never neither. I know. I, I think it's bad. for me. It's been a bad idea asking Rob anything when we've been recording this podcast because he always reveals a little nugget about myself that I don't need to hear, like like the uh, clitty letter. Remember? Yeah, but he was, was very. Day. He was very. He was, he was very, very diplomatic about he was very it. Very diplomatic. Yeah, but I don't need to know that. I don't no. want to know that. Thank you. Just, it's just I don't believe my bum holes are hairy. I mean, I've never twisted my fingers round it and plaited it, so... No, I felt it, but yeah, I haven't, like, you know... Give me a little stroke just to assess what's going on down there. I imagine maybe there's some women that have, like, full-on fucking... Yeah, bum beards. Yeah, I bum... 
<laughs> this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright chloe blazer for brunch find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com uh, Vic actually you know what before we go any further the one thing that I've realized I didn't ask you if you were down the tip and you were emptying oh, a bag sure yeah with sex toys yeah what would you do how would you disguise it would you cough would you tickle the you know the tip guys or I think what I think when it comes down to they see is... a lot don't they they see a lot. They don't, I don't think they, they might have a laugh about it in the office later. But I great don't think they really care. But as we've always discussed on this podcast, there is an issue when it comes to getting rid of your sex toys, used or unused. I would never take it to the tip. I'd shove it in the I would the, not take I it to the tip. I nearly said I'd shove it in the school bin. <laughs> I definitely oh, wouldn't show it no, in the school do bin. Don't do that. No, no, don't do that. Would you just put it in your normal Mate, rubbish got, in your I've bin? I've got rid of loads of sex toys in the past. I just shove them in the bin. Yeah, I mean, what else? They're going to go to landfill. They're aren't going they? to landfill regardless whether they're going to the tip or not. You know. I wonder it's... if that is someone set that up as like an entrepreneurial business, where it's like we recycle sex toys. Yeah, like re- yeah. recycling phones. Like they send phones to yeah. parts of the world, you know, where they can't get mobile phones. Maybe there's something where you what, can so send sex toys to people that can't get sex toys. Maybe <laughs> I don't. I'm going to say that's probably not going to happen. But Van maybe pump. they could like, can you melt down silicon and just make it totally. into something else? Surely, must be. There's got. I suppose there's a germ issue. It's a real mishmash of colours, though, isn't it? And also, like you know, a mobile phone has been fingered, whereas a used sex toys has been Mate, full on. Rats. Mobile phones are stuck up. Lobby has been well. wrapped around it. That's so true. Yeah, it's you don't so know true. what you're putting your hands on, and what you've got to think of every single time you step outside the house and you touch anything where someone else has touched, they've touched their dick, willy. Yeah, Bum. Dick, Dick and Willie are the same thing, but have they got two? <laughs> vagina. I thought I said Dick and Vagina. <laughs> Dick and Willie are the same thing, if they got two. <laughs> Maybe they have. <laughs> yeah, I think that you're touching other people's amoebas on a daily basis. I know. And this is how worms occur, isn't it? <laughs> Mate, back to the worms. <laughs> I mean, that was last episode, and but si- yeah. And their six-weekly cycle. And their six-weekly fuck. Fucking wiki. Six wiki fucking sucker interrupting <laughs> my fucking mental health is what he's doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I would be ashamed. I'll tell you what, which this annoyed me. This is not sex toys, but it's something along the same lines of like being shamed by things that we shouldn't be ashamed about. Yeah. So I went to an exercise class at the gym because I've joined the gym now. Did I tell you that? I can't remember if I told podcast. I'm joining the gym. I've joined the gym. But I'm going mainly because there's loads of classes and uh, it just works out pretty economically. Like, it's quite sensible to do Viable. that. Viable. Viable, yeah. Because otherwise, I just go to loads of classes. It costs loads of money. And I'm, I just can't exercise at home anymore. I've really gone past the point of being able to do it because of my children. Uh, anyway, so I went to an exercise class. It was a mixture of men and women. It was a hit class. It was really packed. And... um. I had a sleeveless top on because obviously I'm going to exercise. I'm going to get hot. And I kind of just totally forgot that I just have hairy armpits all the time now. Yeah. You know, since I had my laser hair, they're not like full on like they used to be. 
It's very downy, but it's definitely dark. And if I raise my arm, you can see that I have underarm hair. And then I suddenly started doing these exercises. So you've got weights and your arms going in there. And I was like, fuck, I've got really hairy armpits. And I got really embarrassed about it and was like, oh my God, everyone's going to be looking at my hairy armpits. And I had to do this whole like internal monologue of like, there's nothing wrong with having hairy armpits. It's man. natural. It's natural. No one I do feel shit, like man. hairy armpits are becoming more normalized. This is the thing that I find really hilarious is that I see people who, Now, I think feminism is all about, you know, respecting women and their choices. That's how I see feminism. So if you want to shave uh, and the other person doesn't, then just respecting those choices, regardless of whether it's the the history of it being misogynistic, it doesn't matter. You just respect that person. But I find it really funny when people are like, oh, my God, like, I don't shave my armpits because of the misogyny behind it and the reason why we have to do it. And they've got wax legs and you don't see an ounce of fucking spider leg hanging out the side of their pants. Like, I, I think it's ridiculous because... That's weird. The, I don't know why you do that. It's like if you, if you go one way or the other, wouldn't you? Exactly. But I honestly think that hairy armpits is like so normal now. Yeah. It's almost like as normal as, you know, changing your hair colour. I think the thing is next time I, I'm not going to shave them, but next time I'd wear a longer sleeve t-shirt or wear a sleeve So are you, are you an anti-armpit shaver now? Pretty much because I wow. don't really, I don't need to do it. Like it's not. I think if you got a, you'd, I think what would happen is you wouldn't notice if you were like hanging out with me and you didn't know that. And then one day you'd, I'd just do something and then you'd be like, what are those hairs? My eyes would be transfixed. You would see my eyes dart to it. I have no poker face when it comes to stuff like that. I'm more likely to do it in the summer. I probably will do it in the summer, but in the winter, I want to do another round of the laser hair removal on them. Because there's still some dark hair that would go, but I've got, I've made, I've got fucking, I started getting white hair. In my in my hair on my head, in my pubes, and under my arms. What the f? Oh, I'm I'm heartbroken for you. Oh, you have that too, don't you? Mate, I'm completely too. grey. Do you have it in your pubes? No. Yeah, I've found like quite a few grey pubes in my I hair. I don't think so. My, but the, th- the thing is, I'm my overall hair. Like I have my eyebrows are pretty much fucking translucent. Like you can't see them. <laughs> um, but I do have dark pubes. To be fair, but no, I don't think I've got any grey ones. I don't know. Yeah, like grey ones under my armpits too. I feel like Ew. such an old lady. When I'm like, that oh my God. I don't know. It's just because you're li- so close to forty. This year, I'm going to be forty in June. It's part of the reason why I've joined the gym as well. And I've got I'm getting a personal trainer too. Like fucking, I've copying you now. Oh hello. <laughs> oh hello. Hello. What's this? Is what this? Um. Yeah. I. I just. I want to get into a bit of a better shape before I turn forty because uh, I feel. I feel really decrepit. I feel like my body's falling apart. And I just want to feel stronger. Um, so I do lift weights anyway, but I'm going to go more hardcore with it. I'm just going to be like a beefed up piece of gristle. I'm going to be That's Hulk Hogan. Be me. I'm going to be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> That's what I want to be. And then and then you get people on Instagram being like, are you genuinely just happy with being that size? And I'm like, oh, thanks oh. a lot, mate. Um <laughs> I I didn't know that my size was was was, was up was that for fucking discussion, discussion but by I mean, a stranger I'm, by anyone. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's what bullshit. You mean. Or am I dead behind the eyes? Yeah. Have you ever been told <laughs> that? that? Uh, yeah, loads of times. Well, it's yeah, normally Rob. That. <laughs> oh no, as in like, <laughs> no, I mean, people will go, but I can see that you're so unhappy because you're dead behind the eyes. Yeah, I'm I like, know. Yeah, mate, I probably am actually. Don't fucking know anything about my life, you moron. Yeah. 
I'm always ah. one step away from yeah. suicide. So yeah, you're probably yeah, you're, you're probably right. Right. So I have I have a story. Story. Right, one more story to round up, and then it is Adios, right. amigos. Again, once again, I am the vagina. She is the dick. I ride the dick until she tells me to get off. Uh, so, ladies, oh my god. I'm currently stood in a car park with my 11-month-old waiting for my partner to come and pick me up because I am literally going to shit my pants. I've just eaten a flatbed mozzarella and chugged the latte in five minutes flat and my bowels are about to projectile vomit onto the floor. <laughs> She's doing it in the act. Yeah. In the t- yeah. I don't know why I'm telling you. I guess loose bowels and this podcast have a huge correlation deeply embedded in my brain. Please pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it does. We have so many fucking post stories. It's hilarious. I have horrible situations like that. I know. They're awful. They yeah. are. Uh... I do think it's worth doing that. I, there's a couple of companies that can test your guts to see what you're like intolerant to eating. Oh no, I know. So my my nutritionist, I can do it with her, and I want to. But also, the biggest issue with doing that, Vic, is I would then like it's really strict. Yeah, I know. I can't and live I, life like that. I don't. I don't want to be really strict. My friend did it. And he wasn't even allowed to eat fucking raspberries. What? But when he cut all of that out of his life, he cut the fucking insane list of shit that he wasn't allowed to have. All of his eczema cleared up. Right. And he was just like at his absolute pinnacle. And when his eczema's bad, it's horrendous. Like really? horrendous. Yeah. And it all gone. And that was yeah, with no I know other treatment. A lot of um, skin conditions like that are linked to your I mean, diet. Who wants to live like that, though, Vic? Do you know what? I think this year, obviously, it's been January, and I have put on quite a few pounds over Christmas. I've just been gluttonous as anything. Eating cheese. Eating cheese. Um, and normally, I'd be like so desperate to get that off and just, you know, be like, right, that's it. I'm just going to eat really healthily and I'm just going to cut out all the crappy things because I, I I know how to eat. I, I know how to eat, not to be a greedy cunt, but yeah. it's just, um, I think for the first time in my life, like I'm actually weighing up, okay, how much enjoyment do I get out of eating nice things like that? And I, I really love healthy food too, don't worry. I think healthy food is really nice as well. But I just, I also really like those other things. And for what the sake of like half a stone, I think, which is kind of what it is for me. Shall I? Shall I just not worry about it? I don't know. I've just never thought like that. My, I feel like my mindset has changed. That's revolutionary, though. And it like is. also, it might be that your brain will flick back to the way it was before, and then it will flick back to this mindset. And like, I think that's a nice place to be. Just acknowledge the fact that. You know, we we started on gut health, and now we're oh, talking no. about oh, fucking hell, uh, <laughs> which was about restricting everything. And now I'm like, no, I'm just going to eat everything. Yeah, but I think that's quite nice. I think it's quite nice that you're like, actually, I don't think I want to do that. I don't want to restrict myself, and I'm just going to. And regardless of what size you are, because people are, oh, yeah, people say it to me, oh yeah, but there's nothing wrong with your size, and I'm like, no, there's nothing wrong with anybody's size. Yeah. It's whether that person wants to change it. Like if someone's a size 22 and they're happy as a size 22 and they have no desire to change it, no amount of you going, oh, that's really bad bad for you or whatever the fuck your BMI, whatever bullshit is someone's going to pump out. It's not going to fucking change it. Yeah. So you've got to be happy with who you are and where you're at, whichever process that is, even if that isn't the process of change. It's the culmination of um, just trying to have a more positive mindset about myself. I've done a lot of them looking in the mirror and being like, you're beautiful. Isn't there a Michael Jackson song in that? Baby. Yeah. I'm standing in the mirror. In the mirror. 
If you want to make a change, then get yourself. Laura's just going to sing the whole song to us. But is that thing right of that positive affirmation when you're saying something to yourself that's kind? And uh, even if you don't believe it, like I really feel like it does slowly have an impact. And I've tried to do that when I've got really angry, especially when, you know, the kids just make me mad. They're probably the biggest source of my rage, which I don't let it out on them. Sometimes it does overspill a bit. But generally... I, you know, I, I, I get very triggered by them and get very angry and I'm not used to deal with like that level of rage. But where rather than being like, oh, I fucking hate this. I fucking hate this. I have to say to myself, it's okay. I don't like this right now, but it will pass. Do you know what I mean? It's just like the language is really important. And even though I don't believe it, then I just think the more you say it, you do slowly start to believe it. So, it's mad, isn't it? 100 million percent. Uh, that stupid fucking app that I downloaded like t- nearly two years ago. I could yeah. relate everything to my breakdown. And it was some stupid app about self-esteem and it was just little short snippets. Each chapter, it was just this weird thing. It wasn't even like an interactive thing app and it's changed everything for me. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, that and therapy. I can't remember. It was, oh, you have it to was, find out. It was, but it wasn't even, it was, I don't, it was just some random, probably shitty little thing. And it just explained in really basic short terms what self-esteem looks like and how it works and how to change it. And yeah. I don't know, I really remember just like, because I didn't sleep much back then. Yeah. I just remember when I would wake up feeling really panicked and out of control, just being like, oh, I'll read that. I think I read it twice. Um, just to try and kind of like get that process of elimination out of my mind of, but for every single thing that you do, and this is how I look at it, you can't reverse it. So how can you manage it so that it doesn't rule you? So like for me, when I make mistakes, simple, stupid mistakes or major ones, like I've lost my temper or just random shit, whatever it might be, I'll punish myself and I'll loop for it over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it's just for me about like, when I go to do that, I like stop and go, but it's okay because that happened and you've recognized the fact you've made a mistake and it's okay to forgive yourself. Sometimes I have to do that loads, but the more I do it, the more of a warm feeling I get inside because I know that I'm kind of, I guess, acknowledging it's okay. Because I know that I'm a good person. Yeah. That's what you said this year, isn't it, as well? That was your resolution to be kind to yourself. Yeah. I mean, I've not done a very good job so far. I was going to say, you haven't. You've done a lot of negative chat to me on the old WhatsApp. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely need to work on that. (laughs) You are going to You're fine. You'll be all Everything's 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 going to be all right. (laughs) Everything's going to be all right. Let's just Um, crack out some other absolute major beats, shall we? We should, we should. It's very musical, this podcast, don't you think? I feel like it's a good way of dealing with trauma, it's just singing. Sing and your Brussels sprout fouts. Fouts? Fouts. (laughs) Um, Right, I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Yeah, ready? For an an hour, baby. No, we have not. Yeah, it was like 11. 11.35 so it's now 12.20 that's Goodness nearly gracious. an hour nearly an Goodness hour gracious. Um, so if you want to keep sending us your stories any other business you know the fucking score you can email us at noholdsbarpodcast at email not email at, gmail. at gmail.com or what else can they do Laura 
gone over to our Instagram page at Podcast. slide on into our DMs. And don't forget, it's uh, Valentine's Day. It's just around the, the corner. The big V. The big For V. For your vagina. Yeah, that's it. It is V-Day, as we like vagina to Vagina Day. Um, so if you want to buy something to tickle your labia with. Or um, if your partner. Or your partner wants to buy you something as a little <clears throat> surprise Send gift. Send them the link. We don't. Uh, this is what I do with every present that Rob's ever bought me. I'm like, well, he's like, what do you want for your birthday for Christmas? Like, oh, I don't know. Surprise me. Two hours later, I've sent him about eight links. And if he <laughs> deviates from those links, he is dead to me. So that's what you need to do. Go over onto our website, find a link for something. That, like, can you uh, recommend what's your personal favorite out of the vibrators that we rose. have on there? Yes. Are the roses a top five for me? It's yeah. the rose or the um ergonomic uh, that one Look, it's fucking I can't remember. ergonomic pulse. design pulse the Skivon pulse pure. pulse pulse pure that's it that or the rose if you've got a bit more of a budget go for that one if you're on a budget then the rose is go the, for the rose you prefer two yeah and it's fucking great oh I'll bash one out with that nearly every fucking week mate <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah that's it so we will uh, see you next Tuesday Slags see you next Tuesday well actually I'll be in Centre Parks next Tuesday I don't wish to brag she's in Centre Parks right now I'm in Centre Parks going down a flume pushing her funny against the um... (laughs) where are you going with this the jets in the swimming pool (laughs) whilst also checking out other women's pubic hair under the water oh yeah don't worry I'll be doing that I've I've plucked mine, mate. You fucking plucked it. Yeah, because I've been using that um oh, thing. The thing. So it's yeah. It's like I've got hardly any hair. It's amazing. Fucking love it. Yeah. Fucking love it. I need to start using mine. I need to get it out. It's at the top of the It will in time for summer. Yeah. All right. Um All right. we'll um yeah, see you next Tuesday. Fuck off. I wanna go. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.